Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Read, Read, Read with your host, Joanne Burrell on the CWR Talk Network. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Read, Read, Read radio show on the CWR Talk Network. I am your host, Joanne Burrell. This morning, we've been having some technical difficulties, and I thank you, all of my listeners, for tuning in today and bearing with us while we talk about an important topic, the new school year and the PTA, with our guest, Mr. Benito San Miguel and Mrs. Pat Price. So we're going to continue on the conversation and and to continue to talk about the importance of the PTA. And we've talked about how important it is to have a PTA in your community, as well as the difficulties some parents have in being a part of the PTA. So, Benny, could you repeat some of what what you've said already? And thank you for being my guest. Uh, Thank you for having me. Um, Yes, so basically the PTA is uh, an organization of parents, uh, students, and teachers um, that work together in collaborative efforts uh, to produce activities and enrichment um, programs to enrich the lives of students through advocacy. Um, And that's the important part there, I believe, because – um, in order to distinguish ourselves from uh, being just, you know, uh, a social club, uh, for instance, at any given school, we take the power of um, advocacy um, through politics, through um, contacts that our national PTA has um, in their respective communities, um, also, um, you know, on, on a federal level, um, to be able to advocate for things that affect students' lives, um, whether it's law, um, programs, um, uh, funding, you name it. Um, and basically at the local level, what we try to do is offer extracurricular and academic activities and opportunities beyond what a school may be able to offer. Um, sometimes uh, school's capacity is limited and um, we're able to supplement that in ways that um, make uh, going to school fun and um, interesting for kids and a, a greater learning experience. So at um, the very basic level, the PTA is a grassroots coalition of education advocates and community organizers. Thank you. And Pat, would you like to add to that? Yes. Um, I will say the PTA also offers parents who are not familiar with the school system a way to learn how to advocate for your student as well as to learn how to be an effective parent and an effective consumer for students at the school level. This allows parents to not just advocate, but to learn and to use resources that are already available to them, but they may not be aware of. So the PTA does a very good job of connecting resources and parents and school systems. Thank you for that. So in continuing on, um, P- 
PTA versus the PTO. I know with the PTO, when I was a part of it, uh, they didn't have a, 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 a large range of people to support them, such as at the state and the national level, like the PTA does. What are the differences that you all know of the PTO versus the PTA? Um, while living in Florida, my son's school was a PTO, which I wasn't that familiar with. The differences are, for the largest difference is whatever monies are raised by the school, stay with that particular school. The PTO is designed to support students and parents at the very local level. Uh, There is not as much concern about networking with state and national organizations because it's not set up that way. Okay. And, Benny, did you have anything to say on that part? Uh, Sure. Um, I have been uh, reading about it um, through one of the um, more um, established publications online called PTO Today, and basically what they feel about the differences. And um, there's a technical difference simply in that the PTA is a formal membership organization. Um, It has the headquarters in Virginia. um, It has a 120-year history, and um, they do have an established network. Um, uh, PTO, on the other hand, is a generic term, so um, it doesn't necessarily have a brand recognition with it. and so uh, the official PTA brand and uh, the nonprofit status affords schools the opportunity to be a part of a larger, reputable organization um, whose history, experience, and resources often allow inexperienced volunteers, like I was myself uh, uh, several years ago, to gain a significant foothold in, in the community and a seat at the table with political, educational, and community advocates and leaders. Um, uh. I don't have personal experience with PTO, except that one of the schools in our cluster um, just recently changed from a PTA to a PTO. And I know there are concerns about um, the dollar aspect. Um, for, for many PTOs and PTAs, the, the difference is between dollars and cents. So basically what that means is that, um, like um, Pat mentioned, you know, the PTO keeps the money local um, and the efforts local, which is, which is fantastic. I think both can thrive. Because at the end of the day, the bottom line is that um, it's, it's a bunch of parents um, who are interested in their child's education and making sure that the school gets better. And, um, you know, like I've heard before, if you were to put a 1,000 PTA parents and a 1,000 PTO parents in the same room, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Everyone is facing yeah. for advocacy to support their children's education, and they come with energy. Correct, yeah, because that's the main purpose of both organizations is to engage the families and family involvement is very important as we know from when we go to testify if we don't have parents behind us when we're speaking about the issues that's uh, important to us and that's occurring at our schools they don't too much take us seriously did either one of you want to uh, come in on that part, the importance of family involvement? Well, um, I, I can certainly speak to changes. At um, my son's elementary school, there was a very involved parent body. When we moved on to middle school, that changed significantly. And I saw the differences in not only how the school was treated by the school system, but also how parents were treated within and outside of the school. And we worked very hard in that middle school to build parent engagement and to build um, a sense of community. And uh, after many years and many parents, um, you know, becoming more involved, that situation changed. 
Uh-huh. So I can certainly speak to the difference in parent engagement and when there's very little parent engagement. Okay. Benny? Yeah, um, the uh, parent... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you. The uh, The parent engagement is, is um, the most crucial aspect of this because... Um, a lot of parents have concerns. Often they have complaints. And if there is no concerted, organized effort to be able to translate those problems into solutions, then they're less simply, you know, kind of yelling at the sky. And mm-hmm. it's not only important for parents to be involved in a formal uh, relationship with the PTA or with the school, but it's also important to demonstrate to their own kids, to other students, that they care about what's going on on a day-to-day basis. So even just having parent volunteers in the classroom um, on a day-to-day basis really um, helps out technically, you know, if the teacher needs something done. But it also sets um, a great impression on the kids. The kids love having parents around. Um, I know, as Pat was mentioning, that there is uh, concern even here in Montgomery County about the PTA becoming a little less effective at the middle school level because of lack of interest. But I feel like as long as you're an interested parent and you can bring other parents together, uh, you will be as effective in middle school as you are in, in, in elementary school. That is not without its challenges, of course, but I think mm-hmm. the most important thing is to make sure that as a leader or as a concerned parent, you're expressing that and building a coalition laterally with other parents so that you can have a stronger voice instead of just being the one parent that stands up at the meeting and says, look, this is what I'm concerned about, because then that just is a singular voice, um, you know, potentially speaking on behalf of others, but you won't know until you, you form those relationships. Correct. Um, and that's why I uh, think it's so important for me to be a part of the PTA because we see so much that's occurring in our communities that needs addressing, and being a part of the PTA is one way of getting involved to uh, making sure that our communities get the services that we need. Okay, and the programs available through the PTA, I think is awesome. And we do have a training coming up in the fall. Did you want to talk about that, Benny? Sure. Uh, yeah, very quickly. Uh, the training that you're referring to is the MCC PTA or the Montgomery uh, Co- County Council of PTAs. It's generally yes. the... Um, the the county level PTA that's the umbrella over all of the local PTAs and they are offering this training as they do every year in the fall it'll happen on September 15th this year and um, they will be sending out a link on um, the I think sign up genius with which they've done in the past which basically allows any interested um, education advocate to attend these workshops on a Saturday and in my experience it's been anywhere between nine and three um, you know, so it's a full day of workshops and you, you show up, um, hopefully with others from your school and you attend trainings, anything from, you know, how to run your uh, PTA as a leader to being an integral member to, um, uh, being effective at, at being the treasurer, et cetera. And, uh, you'll be able to take that information back to your school and incorporate it in a way that makes your PTA stronger but also allows you to access the resources that uh, Pat has alluded to. Um, And uh, I think it's very important for us to be able to uh, capitalize on the, uh, the knowledge and the resources that are out there from people who have been in the system for, for quite a while. I agree. Uh, As well as uh, for parents that may be trying to get another job or learn about different things. I think the training that, the PTA or MCC PTA provides and leadership and how to be a president of the organization, vice president, secretary, treasurer, and then there's training on the capital improvement plan and the operating budget. 
uh, letting you know what it is that you need to do when presenting this information to the Board of Education or to the County Council to be effective to um, in helping your school. So I think that training is excellent, um, something that you can't get with most organizations. And this is free training with your PTA membership. Okay, Pat, did you have anything to say on the training um, that the PTA offers? Um, yes, the, the training is not only a venue for you to learn about how to be a better advocate in whatever re- arena you decide to participate in, but it's also a great opportunity to meet parents from other schools. Find out what they're doing at their school to be successful. There might be things that you can adapt at your own school. So um, I have found the training to be a twofold, and it also helps you to learn more about what the PTA can do. Often as parents, we think of the PTA as having a very limited scope until we get involved. So the training helps to expand our viewpoint, and it also allows us to adopt best practices from other schools. Thank you. If, if I could, if I could, Joe, uh-huh. I'd like to add something to that. Um, I think Pat hit it right on the, on the head there. Um, that's one of the drawn um, so positively out of those trainings that you're able to network with other schools and collaborate and brainstorm on ideas that they have that's working um, for their schools and then adopt it and take it to your school. And that, to me, is, is the most exciting part of the training. Um, you know, a lot of people hear training and they think, oh, gosh, you know, it's going to be a boring, just, you know, bunch of seminars. And to a certain extent, you know, there, there are some dry aspects, I, I guess you could say, uh, to the training. But overall, um, when I go there and talk to parents, I, I come home brimming with ideas in my notebook and just excited to be able to apply them in a way that might translate into more, you know, to more effective fundraising or maybe, you know, an exciting activity that the kids might like, or, you know, maybe even taking just a DIY project that you might find on Pinterest or, or you know, hear out of someone's uh, mouth and transforming that into just uh, such an exciting affair for the kids at school um, that leaves them talking about it. And we've been able to do that because we have attended the trainings for our school. And it, it, you have an invaluable resource there. Um, and then you have a lot of the, spon- you know, spontaneous resources in other parents who attend as well. So it's, it's a great networking opportunity. Yes. So with that information, parents, if you're listening or wherever you are in the United States and your school has a PTA, get involved. And if your school doesn't have a PTA, do what you can to start one, especially if, you're, if your school is in need of resources that's important to your child's learning. We want to move on to our next topic is the reflection program that's held with the national PTAs. And this program, students can submit original works in the areas of dance, choreography, film production, literature, music composition, photography, and visual arts. Each year, Hundreds of thousands of students in preschool through grade 12 create and submit original works in these areas. Students may participate in the National Awards Program through their school's PTA. So, again, this is a great PTA program available to our schools and to our students. And the 2018-2019 theme This year is Heroes Around Me, and this will spark the imagination and creativity in schools and at home. So we encourage your school to imagine, create, and celebrate with reflection during the National Arts and Humanities Month this October. Now, our next topic is testifying 
before the Board of Ed and County Council what we need from the community. And we've talked about some of the things that we need from the community, and that is our parents. Is We need you parents to attend meetings and to attend the board hearings when we are testifying on behalf of your schools. And I'm speaking to parents in Montgomery County, but in schools everywhere, whenever your PTA is involved in speaking before government officials, public officials, it's important that you be there. Did you want to add to this, uh, Pat? Yes. Um, I would like to say when testifying, not only being prepared, but allowing your student and students of your school either to attend or to view it on television. My son would often say to me, you're going to another meeting? What are you doing? And I realized early on he didn't understand why I was attending these meetings and what the value was. So by you're going away, Pat. We can't hear you. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. By allowing him to see testimony and then to write his own testimony to present before the Board of Education, he had a much better understanding of not only why I attended meetings, but the purpose of them. So Mm -hmm. I think that's an often overlooked factor um, about what PTAs can do. They can also encourage student advocacy. And by testifying and presenting information before the Board of Ed or County Council or any other uh, governing body, it allows students to take ownership in what they're doing at their own schools and in their own buildings. And I think that's so much more uh, important than just the testimony itself. We want yes. to build great citizens amongst our students, and that's one of the ways of doing that. And Benny, did you want to add to that? Yes. Um, it, it is absolutely, I echo Pat's statement uh, 100%. It, it's a great leadership opportunity in general, um, not just for something you can put on your resume, but to become a better citizen, to become a better person. Um, and, you know, I've, I've often thought, um, and, and I know there exists an opportunity for students to be involved officially. Um, the PTA accommodates that. You know, there are PTSAs as well, which is Parent-Teacher-Student Association. And um, it, it, it seemed a little bit odd to me at the beginning when I first joined the PTA that the students weren't kind of formally recognized in just the PTA acronym. But that's not so. Um, even if your school is just a PTA as opposed to a PTSA, and uh, the, the technicalities of that are, are simply, you know, just um, a formality that you have to um, go through to change from PTA to PTSA. Um, basically, um, you can involve your students and should involve your students um, at every level. Why? Because this is all for them, and they are their own best advocates. Um, we can't underestimate or undermine students' abilities and potential simply because we think they're too young to speak to these issues. On the contrary, mm-hmm. they will speak to them maybe in, in, you know, much simpler terms, but they'll still get their point across. And even, even if, you know, they're not old enough or maybe composed enough to be as coherent as, as the meeting may call for, um, you know, given the environment of adults, um, simply giving them the opportunity to voice what's on their mind. Uh, however it comes out is often more valuable um, than, than uh, you know, trying to make the decisions on their behalf. Um, and so um, student involvement, I think, goes hand in hand. If, if the students aren't involved, um, you're basically making decisions on their behalf without their input. And uh, even something as simple as organizing an activity at school is important to have their involvement. The other aspect of, uh, in general, um, to the Board of Education and the County Council uh, here in Montgomery County, at least, is, is participation. I mean, and that goes anywhere, right? And, uh, the people who show up are the ones who influence and, and uh, you know, make the decisions. And oftentimes, you know, 
um, you may go to a county council meeting and find that the room, you know, accommodates 200 individuals and there are only about, you know, 20 to 30. And granted, people come in and out based on when their appropriate agenda item is being spoken about. And um, mm -hmm. oftentimes the people who come to testify for those subjects might find the door quickly thereafter because they're not going to stick around for something that, you know, they have no interest in, which is okay. I understand that. However, um, when it comes time for your particular agenda item, if it takes 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and you can be there, it makes a difference, particularly it's an organized concerted effort. If your local PTA takes a bunch of um, parents and students from your school in a bus and uh -huh. they're all wearing the school T-shirt or the cause's you know, logo or slogan, the county council is going to sit there and say, I saw, I saw this, I remember this, their input is perhaps more important than mine because they're the ones going through it. In the absence of that, the county council representatives might say, you know what, I have an opinion on this and I'm going to act on it unless I get other input. And if they don't get other input, specifically your school, they're going to act on their own instinct and intuition. And you don't want mm -hmm. to leave it up to their hands if you can influence it. Yes, so true, so true. So, and also, this is a great way um, to train our students to get involved early. Um, and I know they do look at when students, they give uh, those students special attention when they see them testifying for an issue. Uh, I know that was the case also in Springbrook, getting their bathrooms renovated. Students started to speak out about it, so... Thank you for that. So we're going to sure. take a quick break, and we're going to be right back. And we're going to we come back, we're going to uh, speak about voting, the Excel program, and the upcoming uh, events, including the Summer Slam. So we'll be right back. It, it, your wife's in the news. In fact, in the Times, she's in the man in the news section of the Times. I noticed they had to change it to woman in the news. It's kind of rare that a wife in Washington gets to be in the papers herself. The story was in reference to some of the work I'm involved in, and particularly with the American Indians who started a new national organization, and, and yeah. it's very exciting. Some new things are happening throughout the country. Senator Harris of Oklahoma, the new Democratic chairman, and his wife, LaDonna, are generally liked in Washington. One of her attractions is the fact that she is a full-blooded Comanche Indian. When the Harrises moved into a new neighborhood, somebody asked one of their children who his father was, and the boy answered, my father is a cowboy and my mother is an Indian. Maybe we were about the first Comanche white couple in uh, Washington. You know, and it was exotic to have an Indian woman who was uh, charming and uh, smart and uh, and really, uh, activist, I mean, she, she wasn't any kind of potted plant or shrinking violet. She spoke out strongly for what she believed in. I think the greatest challenge is to bring about change. I believe in an organization. Uh, I believe organizing on a community level because group pressure is what makes people respond. But you can bring about change if you organize around issues. There were people over the years who felt she wasn't militant. They wanted her to be more militant. She was really famous here. Uh, she was part of the Washington power structure, really. And she and her husband, Fred, they worked as a team. She was one of the first Indian people in modern times that got the attention of the media. It was during the uh, Johnson years that Fred became chairman of the Democratic National Party. There were various political events. She was very beautiful. People liked to take pictures of her. And, you know, she was a fascinating character. She has an incredible warmth and openness and sweetness. I hesitate to say sweetness because it doesn't sound as strong as she is, but still, it's true. She was like in Look Magazine, People Magazine. She was in Time Magazine, newspapers. I think it gave us hope. I think it gave us a sense that, uh, you know, Indian people were, in fact, going to get the rightful place in society. 
uh, from an economic, social, cultural standpoint. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. <laughs> they can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Yes, Welcome back to the Read, Read, Read radio show. I don't know, guys. It's, it's my laptop. It keeps going out, and then I have to reset everything. But let's finish up before my laptop goes out again. So <laughs> we're going to talk about voting. I know uh, the, the general election voting date is November 6th. And I just want to stress how important it is for everyone to register to vote. Does anyone else want to say anything about that? Uh, I want to say I encouraged my son to register to vote at 16 because you can register to vote in Montgomery County at that age. And this will be his first general election, so I'm excited about that. And... uh, We'll probably do an absentee ballot for him, Um, but just the idea of continuing a family tradition of voting is important to me and should be important to all parents because you want, again, to raise your children to be good citizens unless you have a religious objection, as some uh, religions do, to voting. Yes. Benny, did you want to say anything? Yes. Um, just want to um, make a point that uh, we, don't, we don't vote in a vacuum. And so um, what that means is that when you're voting, you know, a lot of people are urged that their vote won't count, that it's just one of, you know, thousands, tens of thousands, um, hundreds of thousands. Um, and then at the national level, of course, federal level, um, in, you know, one of millions. But it's more than that. It's, it's the importance of being able to engage the issues affecting you locally um, in such a way that you are able to hold your elected officials accountable, um, but also influence who's getting into those positions. Um, and, it, you know, the, the not voting in the vacuum aspect speaks also to the influence that your vote has doesn't necessarily have a vote on other people when you are voting privately in your own booth it has an influence when you are conversing with your neighbors when you are engaging other families um, when you are uh, showing up to meetings uh, you know pta meetings uh, county council meetings board of education meetings and voicing your opinion because a lot of people are undecided and when they hear your opinion all of a sudden, that's all it takes for them, you know, to reach a tipping point. So the voting process extends beyond just the, the ballot box. Yes, yes. Again, I can't say how important it is for you to vote and to keep up with the people that you're voting for. Because as you can see, it matters who you vote for. So some of the upcoming summer uh, ending events that we have coming up. One is the Summer Slam. We're not sure of the date, but uh, it will be sometime either later August or early September. Um, What day does school start this year? Uh, School this year starts 
on September 4th. September 4th, okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm thinking that the SummerSlam will be before September 4th. And is there any other event that you want to mention upcoming that you want to make sure that people know about? Sure. Actually, I, I did want to um, uh, speak about the SummerSlam. The um, SummerSlam, from what I understand, is actually scheduled for August 28th, which is a Monday. Um, okay. I I have found communications online, and I've also gotten a few emails about it. Unless they've they've um, decided to change it recently, um, it, it is scheduled for Monday, August 28th. Um, it's going to be held from 6 to 8 p.m. at Springbrook High School um, in Silver Spring, okay. Maryland. And um, all schools are invited um, from elementary schools to high schools. There's going to be food trucks, music, um, bounce houses, family resources, back to school and community information. And it's sponsored by the Northeast Consortium um, slash Sherwood um, group of schools. Um, so we, we'd love to see you there. Um, we've had this in the past in different um, incantations of it. It hasn't been called SummerSlam all the time. Um, we definitely invite everybody from the community to come out, have a good time, um, maybe see some presentations from local groups, uh, you know, dance groups, uh, singers, etc., and um, get engaged. And we also intend to have some uh, special offers for our families. Um, this year we are able to provide certificates for students who's a part of the uh, free and reduced uh, meals at school. Uh, they could receive a refurbished computer certificate for the cost of <laughs> under $30. Um, but come to the SummerSlam, join the PTA, and see some of the and participate in some of the offers that will be available for families. Also, we have the AXO program. We're starting to um, register kids to be a part of the program. Uh, but Pat, would you like to talk about that more and how AXO, kids can sign up? Certainly. AXO is a high school program sponsored by the NAACP that encourages students to be excellent in over 30 different arts and academic categories. In some ways, it is similar to reflection in that the student is submitting a project. However, we have workshops throughout the years and then a culminating competition for the students. The student who receives gold medal status can then go on to compete at the national competition. We recently came back from San Antonio, and three of our students received national medals and scholarship money for college. So it's a great program. We encourage students to sign up at their schools, but we're also at local events. We'll be at National Night Out. Um, this coming Tuesday at the Mid-County Rec Center. Students can also um, email to request information applications at actsomoco at gmail.com. That's AXOMOCO. We're also on Facebook as well as Twitter where we will be um, sending out information. We're just excited about starting our new year and all the possibilities for our students. And um, we've had wonderful, amazing students to participate uh, over the years. One of our most outstanding students, was a student who participated in the architecture competition, and her first project was the Obama Presidential Library. That was awesome, and that opened so many additional doors for her. The actual design firm in New York 
was so intrigued by her design, they invited her to come to New York. She also um, had the opportunity to meet professional architects who were able to open doors to go to conferences and conventions that ultimately led to her receiving a scholarship to go to Washington University in St. Louis. Now, that is not to say the student did not put the hard work in, because she did, but those doors opened because of the talent that they saw and the hard work. So AXO is a program that encourages students to work on projects that they feel passionate about. It shouldn't feel like homework, but if you love to sing or dance or you love science or you love math or you love art or you love writing, this is an excellent opportunity for you as a high school student to participate. We also now have a partnership with Scholastic in their art and writing competition. And uh, this is our second year for the partnership, and they really want to encourage more diversity within their competition. Last year, students who won at Scholastic, who were also a part of AXO, received um, payment to help them go to New York to receive their award. I mean, that's just amazing. And this is an opportunity that's just here. It's available. It's just getting our getting the word out to more students so that we can have more participation. We ask that students help with our fundraising, but there is no fee to participate. We want to make sure that all the students who have an interest can participate. We don't want money to be a barrier. Yes, yes, it's a really good program. I'm so happy to have seen all of the progress that's been made in the last three years that I've been a part of it and the kids' participation and the awards that they've won and the college offers that they've had. It's just awesome. Um And I also just want to put in a little plug for the NAACP Parents Council. This is organized in some ways like a PTA in that you have representation from any school within the county, and the goals are the same in terms of advocacy and enrichment, but the focus is on closing that ever-occurring achievement gap that is not only a part of Montgomery County, but in school systems across the country. The NAAC Parent Council is unique. There's only one other one in the country, and that is based on someone who actually came from Montgomery County and moved elsewhere. We have students, uh, parents who are on PTA boards, as a parent council rep, and the goal is specifically to reach parents of color, to engage them, and to make them aware of the resources and opportunities that are available in Montgomery County for their students. We don't want students to continue to feel unengaged and we don't want parents to feel unengaged. We don't want parents to feel as though they don't have a voice. The parent council is that voice for those parents and students to assure equity for students and to assure that parents are receiving information in a timely manner so they can take advantage of the opportunities available and to get the resources they may need for their students. Thank you, Pat. Yeah, and and as we can see, we need all the help we could get because there are so many students who are not engaged 
and who's not doing as well as they could be doing because of not having that extra support. And all of these programs that we mentioned today, you can find uh, the website and additional information that you may need to get involved or to get more information at my website, Jeanette, J-E-A-N-E-T-T-E-S hyphen joy, J-O-Y dot org. And I will list all of the information that we've talked about here today and how you could get more information. Did you want to say anything, uh, Benny, before we get ready to end the show? Uh, You know, just wanted to uh, give you thanks for uh, including us on your show, uh, allowing us to, um, you know, kind of try to encourage parents to become involved and to advocate for our, our respective programs. Um, it's, been, it's been a pleasure, and I hope parents do find something uh, that they can take with them, um, some sort of knowledge that they can take with them, and apply it to their own children's education, um, whether it's through involvement or through advocacy or maybe empowering their own children to have a voice in the process. Thank you. And, Pat. How can, what is it that students should do to get more information about the AXO program for those students that's in Montgomery County? Who should they contact? Uh, They should contact Pat Price. That's me. Uh, There is also some information that's been added to MCCPTA about AXO. You can also find information at, uh, if you Google Montgomery College, comma, ACT, so you will find uh, the rubrics for all of the competitions so students can start to create their projects for our next season. And we just want, I'm just happy to be here. I feel honored to be able to talk about things that I love that will encourage students and parents. And this is the 2018-2019 school season. We want informed students, informed parents, and informed government and other officials to know about our needs, our concerns, so that we as a community can address them, so that our families and our students can be the best that they can be. So I'm thankful for a new opportunity for a new school year, and I'm ready to roll up my sleeves and do some work. And I know there are other parents out there who want to but maybe are unsure. Show up at a meeting. Show up at your your student's school and, and ask what they may need help with. Express your concerns. You know, this is an excellent time of the year. Set up a meeting with the principal so the principal knows you and you know the principal. This is an exciting time, not the time to wither. This is the time to be bold and to encourage our students to do the same. So I thank you, Joanne Burrow, for this opportunity, and I look forward to the 2018-2019 school year in Montgomery County. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I thank you, Pat, as, and you too, Benny, for being here on the show, for in, engaging our parents and giving them this valuable information. At the start of the school year, um, I hope parents out there would take advantage of these resources and this information. And if you need any more information, please contact Ms. Price at her email address. Or you could contact me through Jeanette-Joy.org and to get the same information that you heard here on the show. Also, I want to talk about the purpose of the radio show. The purpose of the Read, Read, Read radio show is to encourage students in underserved communities to read more and to seek College students, the Read, Read, Read radio show is seeking college students to be matched up to mentor youth 
to participate in this program and to meet with them once a week, mentoring and reading with them online via the computer. So to receive more information about this program, please reach out to me. And students, have your parents to reach out to me if you want to participate in this program. And college students, you could earn student service learning hours as well as high school students. You could earn student service learning hours by participating in this program, and you will be able to add a valuable services to students in our community. So thank you all again for tuning in. Until next time, I am your host, Joanne Burrow of the Read, Read, Read radio show on the CWR Talk Network. Thank you for tuning in. Peace, everyone. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm looking for my commercial. There we go. The American College of Financial Services invites you to join us for our annual conference of African-American financial professionals. Join us in Washington, D.C. at the Marriott Marquis, August 6th through the 8th, as more than 500 African-American professionals from across the country come together to talk about practice management, networking, and the growing wealth gap in the African-American community. Some of our keynote speakers include John Rogers from Aerial Investments, Dr. Pamela Jolly, and former State Senator Nina Turner. For more information, go to theamericancollege.edu. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.